hidden from the world. Twenty-four elite players hold a secret tournament with eight teams and only one rule. The first ball wins. I'm strongly considering having that Eric Cantona be my ringtone. <laughs> so every time I, I get that. a message, every time I get a message, mm. I think that's I think that's a good. Uh, I think that'd be good. I think that would be fun. Yeah, it's uh, it uh, before, a. Before very... we get into it, I, mm. I assume you can't hear my TV. Ah, uh, no, I mean no, I, I can't. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to do you a solid and turn it down a very little bit more. I assume you can't soon, hear my soon spouse. As it's half time. <laughs> my spouse making fun of us recording this podcast in the background. Well, mine has long since given up making fun of us. <laughs> Realize that doesn't get her anywhere. <laughs> she makes a noise that is very similar to the Eric Cantona noise. <laughs> uh, is attendant to an eye roll. So you see, you see, the good thing about Julia being um, crazy pregnant, at least, is that she has given up on being a, out, out of bed after. 8 p.m., which means by the time we get to record, she's already gone to bed this far. She doesn't give a shit mm-hmm. what I'm doing. What's wild, too, man, with uh, COVID, I have not seen Julia since last time she was crazy pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are, there are plenty of people at her work for whom that is true. I think, the, I think the Amazing. last time she, I think she saw her boss twice in a row and in between, she was pregnant both times with different children. Because <laughs> her boss oh. work, her boss, her boss obviously does not work in the same office as her. Given well, obvious, given what yeah. I just said, um, but yeah, works on the other side of the country, so they don't see each other very often during mm-hmm. these COVIDy times. Um, I hear you. Well, man, yeah, uh, yeah we're we're we're, we're, right we're not going to we're not going to talk about that because that's <laughs> there are even more covid times than normal and the oh, good do you do you feel if i may oh, sure. kind of steal ryan's joke do you feel that the um, we're on track for a legitimate three aside like premier league tournament that's coming our way cuz we're we're a, <laughs> the, the fantasy at least is is down to mm, i I'm, like i record i am um, I, I think i started four players in a league this week I'm in a I'm in a league where this just uh, where this just became an, an issue because one of the people proposed uh, changing the uh, structure to have this week not count because of the COVID cancellations, and I was like, you do realize there have been weeks where cup matches have caused reorganization where there have been fewer matches, and they were I like, will... actually, no, I hadn't realized that. Thank you for pointing it out. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I will say, I will say that it's. Um... The difference is for with this week that it was like mid game week. Mm-hmm. Games have been cancelled, so you could have like had. I was going to use City as an example. You could have had players available in the Tuesday, unlikely, but you could have had like a bench players available in the Tuesday games mm-hmm. that you didn't chose not to start because you were like, oh, my Wednesday and Thursday players will play, and then. On like after the games on Tuesday, multiple games have been cancelled later in the week, which um, which is unusual, right? Usually, if there's cancellations or cup games or whatever, you at least know in advance. Um, 
and that has yeah that sucked you gotta just you you gotta just let it ride the cancellations you're gonna get them back in another game week later yeah i get it's not fair i get it's not fair and it no it's not and like i'm shitty all the way around is what it is yeah like i in in the cash league that you and i play in i played um top of the league mark this week and all my United and Leicester players didn't didn't play. My team was decimated and his team lost some players as well, but like KDB put up 40 points. So he won at a canter um, and I didn't even have a chance of, of putting up a score. I'll get those, I'll get a double game week out of my United and Leicester players and it'll probably not be against the league leader and it will be against you know the bottom of the league team that's garbage and i'll beat anyway and so it doesn't it doesn't shake out particularly fairly but what are you gonna do it's no and i mean man look like when i i i don't know where we were talking about it if it was public facing or private facing but in that same cash league i did not start riot mars this week who went off for 38 points and would have handed me a win that i do actually need um and Oh, well, that shit sucks. In, um, yeah. in a different league, no, in, I think in that same league, actually, I made two transfer moves, and one of them went to my bench. And they should have been, maybe that's not this league. Anyway, what happened this week was I made two transfer moves. One of them slotted into my thing. The other one, for whatever reason, fan tracks dropped to my bench. I never double-checked it. They played. They posted, like, 14 points. It would have given me a win. Like the other player didn't yeah. play. It was uh, Stevens for Southampton. Uh, not that he's going to get drafted any during this draft. So we'll just talk about him. Um, but like, whatever. Like, do you, like, does that suck? Yeah, yeah it's like, rough. That, like that sucks. But like, oh well. Like you know, you just you deal with it. The like in I started Cancelo despite him being suspended this week mm-hmm. because I thought I had changed him out and I'd obviously like I'd changed made all the changes and apparently right. that one I hadn't saved it afterwards or the site didn't work most likely it was my fault but yeah. I realized like two minutes after kickoff um sorry I realized two minutes before the end of the game at which point KDB had already put up a boatload of points uh, and the United game was already postponed. I was like, okay, well, I've lost anyway. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. But like, it, it, you had that mistake to, um, you know, to, to, was it six games got cancelled this week? I, don't I mean, know, it was a lot. We'll just leave it at it was a lot. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's generally I like the um, I like adding unpredictability that you can plan around. Like, I like a double game week. I like a short game week. I don't mm-hmm. like a four-team game week <laughs> I, I like, or a four-game game week. But, we but I, don't mind, I don't mind having that. I enjoy it to be that that's part of the game that I enjoy if you can plan around it. Like, Did we just have mid-game. that last? I think we just had that last season. Yeah, and I said, when I say I enjoy it, I enjoy it when I have the time to look at it. And right. if I don't have the time to look at it, like right now, I'm probably just going to miss all that shit. Then it's not so much, it's not so much fun. Um, yeah. There's only so much time you can spend on like fantasy admin, and the NFL is going through the same fucking thing where everybody's on the COVID list. And, um, yeah, man, it's been rough. It's the first week know. of fantasy playoffs this week for any which. So if you don't give a shit about the NFL, you know it's at least it's kind of it's not good time it's not good timing people are going to work for like months to get to their teams in the playoffs <laughs> and their teams are, some teams are just going to be decimated by covid players missing out due to covid so yes sir not that obviously not 
not the worst thing that's happening with COVID, but um, from our from our little thing that we talk from about, our, yeah, from our tiny perspective on the world, yes, it is. It's pretty bad. Anyway, I feel like we can have that conversation because it's Southampton draft today, and um, that's that's not going to be one of the uh, one of the most intriguing teams. I don't think. Like I'm, I mean, excited to to right. um, well, to yeah, the no, draft, don't but... dial it back, dial it back, because our energy was so done, like. We had no energy for that Newcastle and Norwich, like those back-to-back days. And it's just like, at least at least this team has like four or five guys that I will be happy end up on my squad. Oh, the, like, the, there are there are several players I'm excited to see where they go. Like I'm I'm sure will, but I'm excited to see like, you know, how how high they will go um in our little thing and whether I will end up like whether I can can whether I will get a guy I want in the third round or whether I'll be picking, you know, Kyle Walker Peters. I will posit um, this. I will posit this. Ooh, uh, positing. Not not even counting any of the players we've already named on this team. I'm going to write down three names of players that I would be happy having a three aside in a real tournament with, and mm-hmm. I don't think any of them get drafted by us. And cool. that you could not do that on Norwich no. and Newcastle combined. True, true. All right. So who goes first today? You know, uh, today I, is you know, uh, the sixteenth. It is an even an even day. So you, sir, get the first pick. Ooh. Oh wait, we should mention. Hey, uh, I'm John. That's Mike. This is uh, Bang Averages 2021 Advent Calendar, uh, a recreation of the 2002 Nike World Cup advert, the Secret Tournament, aka Scorpion KO. We are mini drafting three aside teams off of every one of the 20 Premier League sides. You head over to at Bang Average Pod and vote for which one of our teams gets entered into the tournament proper through 15 days. We are pretty even. I think it's like eight to seven you right now. No, it's actually, I think it might be seven to seven because Leicester was a tie. So anyway, we are, we are pretty close to dead rubber head over there. Uh, mini draft snake thing. You know how this works. Mike gets the first pick. I'm on the turn. He's on the turn. We round it out. All right. With all that said, first goal, only goal. We pick him. This goal wins, and therefore I am going with Southampton's best player, James Ward-Prowse. Ooh, that that is not the lead, and I was expecting to you taking Southampton's best player, James Ward-Prowse, which nope. I do believe is actually <laughs> stitched on his jersey. It should be. He should. He should ask for that. Um, yeah, not not as young as he used to be. Um, unlike other people who are actually as young as they used to be. Um, You're gonna do the at, is, at that Mitch, is that Mitch now. Hedberg? I want to show you a picture of me, <laughs> and every picture of you is a picture of you from when you were younger. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't know. I'm not surprised that I that that's like that's not a gag I've like heard and stolen, but I'm not surprised that it's been done before. It's Mitch not. Hedberg, baby. Um, yeah, I mean, I just really feel in a game with no rules that his set piece ability will come in very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, what he's known for. Um, no, I, I mean, I think everybody's look, a big. Dude, he's literally big the best James player on their team, and it's yeah. not, it's not close. Yeah, everybody's a big James Ward Prowse, uh, James Ward Prowse fan. Um, like for fantasy, he has for several. I'd like. I feel like a few seasons ago, maybe he was, uh, maybe he was underrated. Or um, and he he's obviously not close to not close to being underrated anymore no. um, in in fantasy terms. Um, partly because he's started contributing a few more um, a few more goals and assists, but still, um, yeah. I mean, I don't. 
is he the perfect type? Like, ASM is Newcastle's best player, and I feel like he's really well suited. He's what I'm looking, the type of player I'm looking for. Wood Prowse isn't necessarily the type of player that I'm looking for in this tournament. However, he is their best player. Um, so that's that's he's gonna he's gonna keep the team ticking over. Um, he's he's allowed he opens up me me taking like a straight striker maybe if I want to with the next pick um, because he's um, he's rounded enough to to make that work. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, or a defender if I wanted to. I'm, mm-hmm. So I'm happy with that pick. Um, right. Happy, I, not one hundred percent confident that you're not going to pick somebody better straight away. <laughs> Well, I thought there was there was a fifty percent chance that you would not. I mean, I thought it was kind of a coin flip whether or not you take their best player or the guy that's probably best suited to this format. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't feel I'm gonna get my second or probably third pick, but yeah, we'll see. I uh, yeah, maybe not. Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna lead by. Man, I'm 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 Scottish heavy lately. I'm taking Che Adams. I mean, like, I, I don't see a way that this from this team, he's not the guy that I want the most to just do the thing he does, which I mean, admittedly, is basically one thing. Yeah, uh, just one thing. Yeah, but that one thing is like what the tournament is based on. I'm, so, I'm, I'll true. Take it. <laughs> I'm still not convinced he does that one thing especially well <laughs> at the at the Premier League level. Um, well, thank you, because obviously he does it very well at the championship level, having once bagged a whopping 22 goals for Birmingham City. Uh, that is a thing that happened, although once again, I feel like the standard in our um, three-a-side Premier League cage tournament is going to be slightly higher than the championship um, and he's also I, not going to get 46 games to score those goals. Here's in. all I'm going to say. Uh, because we are lazy and because we are bracketing this off alphabetically, uh, mm. it may shock you to know that the final of the four divisions is Southampton, Tottenham, Watford, West Ham, and Wolves. So wow. I'm not sure that Southampton can't come out of this division. I mean, they can. Yep. Very, they very much can. Yep. Um, I... I depends how this how these teams go i suppose um but certainly possible i, I wouldn't make them favorites in that division or anything but oh we wouldn't make fine we won't make them favorites i don't think we're making them favorites it's a little disrespectful to west ham west ham won't be managed by uh, david moyes in this tournament so you know uh, that's uh, that is actually the strongest argument for west ham mm-hmm. the problem with west ham is we are going to split their three best players evenly well you know as evenly as you can in a snake draft and i don't know if you've looked ahead at the west ham rosters but that mid tier is not strong I feel like I am going to come out of my West Ham draft with a very with a team I like very much. I'm not sure anybody else is going to like it. But I'm going to like it very much. <laughs> Manuel Lanzini is going one one. You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I have not going to. Not gonna, not gonna it doesn't even matter which one of us. It doesn't <laughs> matter which one of us is going first. Lanzini's first one off the board. Oh my god. Um, it's the best player. I, Why would he not be? I know. I feel like I kind of painted myself into a corner here because there's now players I want to take, even though I think there are players who are better suited to this tournament. <sighs> I, I do this every once in a while. 
it you know what it doesn't matter i am going to take adam uh, adam armstrong uh, all right yep and honestly right. the reason that i thought it was a coin flip that you would uh coin flip, coin flip that you wouldn't take jwp First is because there's only two of those guys on this entire team, and you would know that I would be able to take both of them. So, I mean, obviously, Jay's Warprouse, far and away their best player, but just in terms of scarcity and this tournament, I mean, anyone capable of scoring a goal now is gone. Um, yes. <laughs> Adam Armstrong with the, um, with the highest expected goals uh, for... Southampton so far this year and dramatically like only got two actual goals but almost four um, yep. xg with um which is a full goal a little more over the next um with the next highest uh highest player Ooh. on Southampton's books who is not yet selected and therefore we will not yet speak about um yeah also top three in in expected assists so yeah he's um by the way, he I was, kind of figured that that guy who is uh, that guy who's second. I figured there's a pretty strong chance he'd be your third round pick if I went this route. Not just because mm -hmm. of recency bias, but let's see who your second pick is before we get to the uh, Albanian magician. Um, well, my second pick is going to be um, the player with the most expected assists on Southampton so far this um, this year. How dare and you? That is How your boyfriend, you? Nathan Redmond. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Fine. which no, no, um, it's war now. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, in part for that, <laughs> you, you did not take him because you did not take him because he was top in expected assists. He could have had zero point three expected assists, <laughs> and you would have taken Nayrem. I'm pretty sure last season he did have zero point three expected assists. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I you know, generally, I'm not a huge Nathan Redmond fan, but um, in this in this case, mm -hmm. I've I've taken him and backed myself into a corner because I've now realised that the third round pick I wanted is somewhat ridiculous and would leave me with no ability to score goals. So, although yeah, as you said, as you said, there's, there's not like there's not a whole load of goal scorers available to me. Um, with my third pick so hmm, i was i was i was about to say so i will take the uh defender with the highest expected goals and unfortunately that's not true for the player i want to take uh and i'm certainly not taking jan bedernick so, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so i can't really goals can't be a reason if he's gonna if he's got a, a lower xg than uh, jan bedernick bedernick so mm. i no, fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm going to take Valentino Livermento. Of course you are. Because he looks like he's good at football. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's going to be really good. A dude named the, Valentino no, Livermento should, yeah. by law, not be able to be English or 19 years old. <laughs> this, is, this is true. I'm not sure how he's getting away with that. Um, like one of those two things, I will accept. If you told me Valentino Livermento was English and 73, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, no, that makes sense. And if you told me he was, I don't know, Portuguese and 19, I totally buy it. But both 19 and English, no, sir. 
that yeah, dog I mean, won't hunt Monsignor. <laughs> it does seem like a little, little bit of a stretch, doesn't it? Um, so, I mean, it's 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 nice to see that he was born in Croydon. Uh, so, so not even not even like you know came over at fourteen. Technically, Croydon, as, as, the as, most Mediterranean of all of them. <laughs> Yeah, it's, so it's it's not even like you remember there was a point where um, Fabregas was like came, came over when he was sixteen, and there was a point where he like could have played for England technically because he'd been like he'd been in England for eighty five minutes by the time he was old enough to play international football, um, and he and he I think fairly quickly was like yeah that's never going to be a thing that happens go away I'm not playing for <laughs> playing for England. Um, yeah, but there's no there's no statistical reasons. Like you can't point at um, his anything. He's con- I mean, he's he's broken to the first team obviously this mm-hmm. um, this season. So it's not like last season. There's anything. He's only got seventeen um, seventeen appearances for the senior team so far. Um, one goal. Um, you know, there's there's nothing that you can point to to be like he's statistically looking great. But watching Southampton. He just looks like he's really good, um, and that's that's what I'm taking. And you, I'm not normally want to lean on the eye test too much because I usually feel like that is backed up statistically over time, and I expect it will be over you know over his career if he continues to be good. Um, I don't think that's a Southampton team. Like there's there's not enough goals in that team. It's a it's a big problem. What like Ward Prowse in. Premier League football scores enough goals, but like without set plays, he's not scoring a huge amount from open play. Mm-hmm. So I recognise I've selected a team with very little um, goal output, but they're going to be good at football. Well, I mean, and that's really what we care about. For the three seconds they are in the tournament, they will be playing beautiful football. Yeah, they're going to they're, they're going to have love, good <laughs> movement. They're going to find each other. They're going to be good at football. They're going to be difficult to score against. You know, all players that are. Well, except for Nathan Redmond, um, solid defensively and work hard. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that team. I don't expect it to win. Um, I'm not even going to pitch that it should win particularly, um, but it's, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the choices I made. So with your first pick, you took James Ward-Prowse. You then uh, Judas the hell out of this draft and took Nate Redmond, and you rounded it out with. Uh, 74-year-old pensioner, Valentino Liveramento. Correct. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, With my first pick, I took Shea Adams. With my second pick, I doubled down on Shea Adams by taking the English Shea Adams, Adam Armstrong. Are you recapping the draft without finishing the draft? Is that what's happening? No, no. Oh, you're just just leading into the big... I'm leading into the fact that I need someone with a little bit of chutzpah. A little bit of uh, uh, I see. the graft. And I am going to take Oreo Romeo, who is probably Southampton's second best player after James Ward Krause. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Uh, now, you may be saying to yourself, uh, John, why are you selecting a player uh, in a first goal wins tournament who, in his 12 professional seasons as a footballer, uh, on this earth, has six goals and two assists. I, I, I will pose that question to you, yes. Uh, well, Michael, 
I would point out that five of those six goals have come in the eight seasons he's played with Southampton. Well, well, I mean, yes, difficult yeah. to argue with that. Thank you. I thought it might be. Uh, look, at some point, we're going to need the ball. And I am not trusting <laughs> either Jay Adams or Adam Armstrong to be the one to acquire said ball. So pretty much those dudes are useless. This is like the uh, batteries not included present uh, in your holiday of choice. I need the battery. Oriol Romeo is the battery in my side. And I am pretty sure that uh, no one on your team is capable of stopping him passing and... it around him well i mean my team is going to is going to pass circles around that's not the, that's not a phrase i'm using it anyway pass circles around uh two of your players yeah so you best hope that um oriel is, is able to win the ball back otherwise the fact that they don't have the ability that i have a very uh a very weak goal scoring in my team is going to be mm-hmm. countered by the fact that your team is not capable of getting the ball back yeah yeah that's giving you the balance you need i think i think it is yeah unfortunately i like it i uh i have absolutely no problem with that by the way uh i am i uh that oreo romeo pick does cost me my uh wager with myself that i would have a three aside left over at the end um because uh romeo was uh, integral in that three aside do you think you can name the other two players because it's, it's actually a team that very closely mirrors the one that I selected just with the uh, cut rate and or uh, U5 version of it. Stuart Armstrong and the aforementioned Jan Bednarek. Oh, no, I wasn't going that route at all. I would have gone, uh, Oriol, I thought, I thought at the end of the draft, Oriol Romeo, Theo Walcott, and Armando Broja would all still be there. And indeed, Broja is, as is, as is Theo. As is Theo. And I, I, I think that more is legitimately a good three aside. Had I, had I um, been guessing more seriously, they, um, they, they would likely have been my guesses. Um, and yeah, they, that wouldn't be a terrible... I mean, they were, they were the, among the small shortlist of players I was considering, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I know we're we're partial to a Scottish player with absolutely no playing time this season, mm. <laughs> given the recent three teams we've had to draft. Uh, but even given that, Stuart Armstrong seems like a like a stretch. Not, uh, not, uh, <laughs> not Scottish, obviously, but I feel like Shane Long would be, in his pomp, an interesting choice. You know, he's going to be bouncing around everywhere. Feels like if you threw him in a cage and let him run around, that would be... That would um, he would lend himself well to doing that. Also, mm-hmm. no goal threat, which is a theme amongst my team for Southampton. So, um, obviously, not in his pump anymore. More in no. his. I don't know what's the opposite of pump. No. So we have a we have an interesting. Oh, so th- so that's that's mm-hmm. the trio that I've selected. The consensus team mm-hmm. is a bit of a. Uh, conundrum. Obviously, James Ward-Prowse, not only because he is their best player, but also he is their most uh, southampton player. Yeah. Has to be in there. But by virtue of putting JWP in the team, you're almost limiting who else can be in there. 
Yeah, I, th- I think Adam Armstrong um, has to be just because he he doesn't really have a um, he he doesn't have a challenger in terms of his output this season. Like he's whatever the th- third most expected assists and most expected goals and he's mm. um in terms of actual you know he's uh best, he's best blackburn striker since uh not quite, alan Shearer. not doing quite so well either actually um yeah but like bro has got the most most goals on the team for no assists um and redmond has four assists and no goals so um Total, I suppose he's he's probably yeah. up there in terms of actuals. Um, I can see, yeah, I mean, I can see putting him in there. By the way, and I know again, you'd prefer that this uh, was not played uh, in a steel cage uh, in a ship's hull, uh, anchored off the coast of the championship. But he did have forty-four goals with eleven assists in his last two championship seasons for Blackburn, which is. I- absurd man yeah i have i <laughs> like, have no i have no problem absurd. pointing to those things if they also seem to have like if either they have maintained in the premier league or um like it's too soon to tell so far it's when yeah. it's like when it's um this you know this guy had 28 goals in the championship i'm like yeah well, it was 5 years ago and he's since when it's Miguel Almiron, basically. Oh yeah, he did have a load of goals in a different league, but he has since played in this league for several seasons, not at a load. So, like, there's. Um, well, he is a load. If you know how, uh, it's, yeah, it's like it's not like complete. Like, consider it completely irrelevant. Just I don't consider it as relevant as things that happened in the last twenty-four months. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, so we got JWP. We got Adam Armstrong. I mean, if that's going to be your team, I, I can't in good conscience argue for Oriol Romeo, despite the fact that I, I do legitimately believe he might be the second best player on this team. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think you can, when you've got everybody to choose from, I don't think you can be uh, putting Romeo and JWP in the same team. So I think you got to stick Che in there then, because he yeah, is your so. best poacher. I, well, yeah, unless you're taking Brozier. Right. Uh, yeah. And I, I honestly, I, I'm is not. Is Albania a, a big enough media market that Nike's going to use Broha? <laughs> is that? <laughs> I assume yes. Um, <laughs> I, I've only basically, I've, I've not seen full games of uh, that Broha's played yet. So I feel like it will be a little disingenuous, even though I'm not a big share. My guy, Ralph Hasselhoot has not seen full games that Bro has played, so I wouldn't worry about it. I I feel it's a little disingenuous to be like, yeah, he should be in the team. He should be in the consensus team um, when I'm basing it on on highlights and the fact that he's their top goal scorer. Um, All right, so we're going JWP, Adam Armstrong, and Shea Adams, uh, with Shea playing a very different role in the... uh, well, I was about to say very different role in my side versus the consensus yeah. side. But in fact, I think he's playing the same role because it's the only one he's capable of I was, playing. I was going to say, I think he's, there is a guy on the team, um, the the um, rec league team that I play on. Um, and I've played three games this week because it's playoffs, which makes me think of it. Um, there's a couple of players on the team that regardless of where you ask them to play, mm. they play the exact same role. One of them just plays like 
inside winger, like an inside out winger, wherever you ask her to play, that is where she's going to play. Uh, and the other one uh, plays um, a little bit like a like a false nine, if it was a false nine with no talent whatsoever. Mm. Um, but you can point him at centre back, that's where he's going to play. Like a Harry Kane kind of thing? Uh, so, <laughs> that's, a little, so, so a little harsh on the guy in my rec league. Um, but yes, not dissimilar to um, to Sir Harold Kane dropping deep in his mm-hmm. current form. Um, but yes, the, the, similarly, Shea Adams is going to play the Shea Adams position because mm-hmm. he can't play anywhere else. <laughs> no, really, truly can't. Um, all right, Ben, this... This was a much better, we agree, much better draft than either Newcastle or Norwich. Um, I am a little concerned that we are going to get dragged right back down into the doldrums of mid-table mediocrity when we have to move from the high-flying Saints of Southampton to the Spurs of North London. Uh, I, man, I am, I I don't want to, I don't want to prejudge it. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But I, think I am gonna, not I think sure the Saints, the Spurs draft is going to be that fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think there are players there that you like, that you would like on the team that I might. I think there is one to, player there that I like that I'm going to take first, and then uh, I don't uh, care. Yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, welcome I to the team, are, Matt Doherty. There are enough. There are enough players there to make it interesting. I think. Uh, All right. Well, we will find out tomorrow. In the meantime, we please will. head over to at Bang Average Pod. Make sure that you are voting. Uh, we are up to day 16 now, which means starting tomorrow, in addition to a team, uh, in addition to a team draft, you are also going to start seeing play-ins. So for each of the earlier three brackets, uh, five, 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 we're going to take the two teams that are lowest in the Premier League table and make them play each other for the chance to join in the proper bracket. And then we will from there go uh, in a 16 team, kind of like a sweet 16 bracket, uh, one versus four, two versus three, blah, 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 all the way through. So uh, lots of voting, please hop over at Bang Average Pod, jump in. It's been a lot of fun so far. Thank you all very much. Uh, Michael, we're gonna be back tomorrow with Tottenham. Man, this thing, the this thing rolls on. It does. It does. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, for sure. 